This podcast is brought to you by Hound. Hound comments on style violations and GitHub pull requests, allowing you and your team to better review and maintain a clean code base. Try it now at houndci.com. You know, I know that whole dance, the thriller dance. Did you know that? Yeah, that's a fun fact. I think, you know, since this is a audio podcast, you should just do the dance in the studio for all of our listeners. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Hear the little snap? <laughs> the little... Oh, man. Sleep is so important and... Like for me personally, it is, it totally is a priority. And I try really hard to stay asleep the entire night, but my brain feels otherwise. So I try to go to bed and wake up at the same time. And other than that, everything else is just up for grabs. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. Totally. I, those kids ruin everything. Oh, man. So, uh, how's, what's your day looking like today? That's. Boring. Uh, I got lunch. A user interview. Oh. I like kick back and relax the rest of the day. Oh, that's great. <laughs> what user interview? Happy Friday morning. I know. Seriously. I'm going to New York tonight. Nice. Yeah. For a few days. Are you training it or bussing it? I'm carpooling. My friend is going down for something completely different. So it just so happens we're going down the same time. It's my one of my best friends' birthday tomorrow. So oh, I've, cool. I've been planning for weeks to go down. And then my friend was saying he was going down. And we're like, let's go together. So, yes. Well, happy birthday to one of Jacqueline's best friends. Happy birthday, Kate. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you. You can tell her to listen and we'll get one more listener. Yes, I will. I'll tell her. She's awesome. She's such a talented designer too. So yeah, I forgot why I mentioned that. What are your that. plans? Oh, well, that's the, that's the thing. Well, pretty busy day. We have our monthly chat after this in the office, which is, you know, the time we all get together as a office and talk about feelings and projects and project feelings and feeling projects, I don't know. And then lunch as you as well. And some, I'm doing like a sales training thing. And then I'm gonna go to New York. Forget everything, I no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just gonna be sitting in a car for like five hours, I think. I'm gonna go comatose <laughs> in traffic, probably. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's gonna be bad too, because it's a holiday weekend, huh? Oh boy, yeah, we're gonna leave a little early. So I took a half day. Well, not even technically speaking a half day. It's like three, but I'm doing so much before that. So I guess it's a full day in like five hours. I don't know. You said you'd have a user interview today. Is that a remote session or is someone coming in and talking to you? Yep. It's a remote. It's. I think we talked about it last episode or Ooh. two episodes ago. The saga I don't continues. Even remember. So it's just kind of continuing to interview people for the remote quick design sprint that we did oh, right. a few weeks ago. Wow. Continuing to validate and understand the feelings, their feelings. So we're 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 just gonna be talking about the same kinds of things. Hopefully I'm talking to them about frustration and anger. So, <laughs> and you're not talking about those kinds of feelings in the Boston no. office retro. <laughs> we're gonna have laughs and smiles and and then yeah. eat food after. So it's a very different feeling. 
So you're still doing interviews. That's cool. So that's a couple of weeks after the sprint. How long do you think this validation? You're showing prototypes? Yes, still showing prototypes. We're almost done with something that I feel like I, we could test that is real. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we, we've gotten some initial validation, but I want to I wanna continue talking to people. I feel like there's no amount of number that would be bad for, for definitely totally uh, you understand the better off we'll be <laughs> you can never fully understand it's it's, it's <laughs> limitless so the reason i i'm i'm saying i want to hear about frustration and anger is because we did a few and I mean, we expected this but a few people had the frustration and anger and a few people did not mm-hmm. so we've gotten mixed validation which was something that we sort of expected going in Mm. you know not everyone has the struggle that that we're trying to solve was it frustration and anger around the product idea was it frustration and anger before getting the solution and now they're not angry or is it around the ui itself and it's it being very frustrating and anger with the current solutions so it's around energy and, and, and power companies mm. in Dallas and Houston. And right now they're deregulated. So it means you can, there's like, I guess, thousands of, of companies you can contact and be like, yeah, I want power from you. Mm. And so they're all competing on price, but their pricing model has developed so that it's kind of tricky. So like if you hurt, hit a certain usage, you get this price per kilowatt hour. Or if you go above that, we'll like double that rate. Wow. So it's, it's kind of similar to like phone companies, yeah. I guess, in a way. And so like even with phone companies, I, I would expect there are, there are some people that are really frustrated with their phone companies and have switched multiple times. And then there's people like me who have like I've been with AT&T since my first iPhone. So like I haven't switched in eight or nine years, I guess. And it's the same way with these power companies. Like there's people that that switch every year. And then there's people that are like, yeah, I'm good with my company. They offer me a good enough deal. And it's just you switch because of price. I mean, right. It's not as if, oh, the lighting in this room is dimmer than the other company. It was just all a matter of money, right? Yeah. I mean, there is definitely for the people who stay with their companies, there's like a fear of switching and suddenly not having like a service that's reliable. Oh, okay. Oh, cause outage. Oh, I didn't even think of that. What do you, yeah. how do you feel? Cause you're from a city, you know, you're from up <laughs> in the North, like, you know, being in, in New York for so long for me, I, I had no choice. I mean, it's the company picked me really. I couldn't pick a company. So now you're in this situation where you have to choose. Are you one of like are you among the users in this in this scenario? I'm actually not. So oh. Austin is I think regulated by the government. I think I I ah. could be wrong. Oh boy. So and this is like going back to the last conversation I had with you. You were asking me if I was doing these in person. And in order for me to do these in person, I'd have to either go to Dallas or oh, right, Houston. Right. And the, I'm lazy and I don't want to drive the few hours that it would take me to get there. So, yeah, Austin's not deregulated. And, and so this isn't a problem that I have, which is also sometimes I like that. I like coming to a project 
without the understanding, mm. the true understanding of, of the problem. Like I can understand the problem from a point of view of like cable companies, which do the same kind of thing. Like they have these contracts that you're, you're in that if you want to get out of, you have to pay a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the contract, they secretly raise the rates until you realize that. And then you're like, well, let's switch. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I do also like jumping into interviews and testing where I just have no idea. You know, I have some assumptions, but I don't know if they're right because I haven't lived it. And it's good to kind of go in as as a clean slate. But I've also had projects where I was a target demographic, too, and also working to remove my bias and my thoughts and feels on the thing and focus on the person in front of me. Right. I always find it's harder to remove those biases. Biases? Yeah. What's the world? Biases. (laughs) (laughs) Wikipedia. Side note, I tried to spell parallelize yesterday, and it was a big mess. That sounds like a big mess. Big, hot mess. I had to Google how to spell it, so I just just put a bunch of letters in that with P's and A's and R's and L's, and just it happened. And I copied and pasted the spelling. <laughs> There's many times on when I'm texting on the phone, I will 100% spell something wrong on purpose, so the phone will just spell it right for me. And I just <laughs> I try and get it in in the range of close what enough. I'm trying to do. Totally close enough. Like if I were to spell hippopotamus, I'd write H P O A T, and then it would just autocomplete for me. Yep. Done. Easy. There's no way I'm going to spell that. And plus, I never text it, so there's no reason for me to learn how to spell it right now. There's no that reason. That removes my question of why you're talking about hippopotamus. That was the first thing that I thought of. Man, That's kind is of it hippopotami. Yeah. I am killing it with the pluralization. You today. are. You're killing it. This is a good day for you. And it's it's only it's only nine forty for you right now. <laughs> this is great. The sun's shining. You have all the plurals ready. Sun isn't really shining here in Austin. Oh really? It's pretty it's been really gloomy. Oh, that's too bad. But yeah. it has been in the seventies, so I can't complain. Oh, yeah. It's like fifty here in, in Boston and I didn't know what to do with myself this morning. I just kind of get, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to wear what I always wear. I'm not even going to think about how this is going to get hotter in like three hours. And I'm probably going to just be a puddle in like five. But I'll be in a car in air conditioning. So I'm golden. This is great. This is good. Do you need air conditioning at 50? Yes. In a car? It's so stuffy in there. Uh, I like how we've totally gone i forgot what we we're talking about rabbit hole tangents oh we were talking about biases oh biases that's right and how uh, it's hard to remove them when you are actually the target user that you are doing interviews for right i i find it harder like when you're not that target user and like you've had the experience but you're slightly outside of the target too mm, right like, you're like half target <laughs> So you like have to remove half of your experience. <laughs> Brain. Just, just chop it off. It's also really easy in those to just like, especially 
not going into a design sprint if there hasn't been research done beforehand mm. to just be like, oh, this was my experience and base it off of the few people that have been in the room instead of in like being like, oh, we're doing something funky here. Like, are we sure about this experience here? Like, mm-hmm. is this the frustration people are feeling? Right. You know, that reminds me. There was a client who came in who has had a website and a product for about three years, but they didn't do any user testing because it was very, in the very beginning, it was totally bootstrapped, and then it started to gain momentum, and they started getting tons, I mean, thousands, tens of thousands of customers, and now they're a legitimate business, but they have never done user testing ever, and their website needed some love because it was just responding to a lot of things they needed to add to it. And then now it's like, oh, okay, what is happening? <laughs> so they came to us for help and to run some experiments, some A-B testing to kind of compare what they have to some possible new designs. And it was really cool, really scientific, very metrics-based project. But at the sprint, we were aware that they have never done testing before and they already have a customer base. So we amended the sprint a little bit to include some user testing right away, like after day one or two. Because I going into it, I, I know that they have their own biases. And they've been looking at this site for three years and looking at what it's become. And they have the things they want to change. But I definitely wanted to throw in some users in the very, very beginning to kind of field some of these requests. You know what I mean? So that was really helpful. It actually turned out to be great to have people coming in. So doing your own little tiny user research, just getting a few people in, getting some opinions in there, some some feedback to be able to now look at this feedback and help prioritize all these feature requests that they have been that they came to the table with that have been building for years. It was it was good. Just a few people. It's awesome. Yeah, it was more of a tool than anything else to kind of help guide the prior the priorities and it wasn't necessarily oh these 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 five people are the be all end all sources of your future build i don't know (laughs) so when people like that have come to us in the past one of the things the first things i recommend is do implementing full story or something like that because it's like oh you assume this is how they're using your website let's install this and see how they're actually using your website and what is full story Kyle, are we we being sponsored? It's it essentially <laughs> <a> just moment. tracks. <laughs> <laughs> you, I bet you can do. Oh my God, Kyle, you can totally. If you want, you can do an ad voice right now. I, I don't know if I have like you an ad. have it. You it's not you. This is your day. Oh, you have the plurals. I you have everything. What ad voice? I just don't have an ad. Like do it. Uh, Try it. What is full story, Kyle? What is it? Tell us. <laughs> It tracks you. I don't have an app. <laughs> That's great. Full story tracks yes. your users on the screen. It allows you to see how they use your web app in video form. Wow. I just like, That's great. That was very bank and financial institution like. <laughs> right. We needed like a xylophone and a acoustic guitar background yeah. and then you could be like full story you put a tracking link in your app and then you do this other thing and then you look at it and you're like oh my god i got an idea oh my god and then you turn into john travolta in the end what is happening oh the coffee is kicking in 
<laughs> your ad voice is so much better than my. I, I'm thinking of like the trailer, like movie trailer. Oh post. yeah. And you're doing. And I'm like, doing John Travolta. In a web app. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, full story. I think we were talking about advertising voices. Right, we were in relation to. Did you actually watch commercials anymore? Like I listen to them. Well, are in commercials podcasts. still a thing? Oh my god, they are, and they're so awful. I because of Hulu, it's on Hulu, and there's commercials on every. I'm thank God Netflix doesn't have commercials, but the Hulu ones are quite annoying because I know that they're so heavily placed in front of me because of the person they think I am. So there's like ads that come up and I'm like, really? Oh, geez. I can't even give you an example. So they're kind of personal and weird. Not like personal. You know what I mean? But they're not. It's not like you're watching yes, network they're TV. Personalized. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Netflix does like something similar. They just don't. They're not advertisements for other things. But like, did you see the the article? It was a while back. It was super interesting about how they change the artwork for the shows or mm. movies. No, I didn't. Based see on it. your prior, yeah. What? So, like the example they gave was of uh, Stranger Things. Okay. Which I think we talked about. So, like, if your like viewing history includes like a bunch of romances, they'll mm. show a couple, a photo of a couple, or if you're a includes like a bunch of buddy movies they'll show like all of the boys hanging out together if they're if it's like horror movie they'll show like a scene that's more horror related so like they they change it to like entice you oh yeah wow i'm gonna is that that's for their content like that's for their shows Mm -hmm. Mm. right I'm gonna. Everyone's playing tricks with our heads. Oh, what is real? You know, I, I mean, yeah. it's very smart. And plus, they've had that product for a long time. They have people. To, there's people working on it. I mean, you're twiddling your thumbs for how many years? You got to think of that stuff. I mean, that makes sense. It's a like very smart thing to do. So great. <laughs> Maybe yeah, just knowing I was just it thinking is. About how long I've had Netflix for, and like how much history yes. they have on me oh it's so true oh yeah i used to get the physical dvds now i have nowhere to put them i i went to my hung on to one for like a year and a half and paid like a monthly fee on this stupid movie <laughs> and but then at, in the end i didn't even watch it because i was like i don't want to watch this this was like not even a real thing i wanted and i just at this point paid like 150 dollars over the course of like two years to hold on to this stupid piece of plastic that didn't even watch <laughs> What is that? Why? Awesome. And they don't care. They're like, oh, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Keep, right. That's, yeah. that's what they want. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want you to send back that DVD. No. Do they still do the DVD they thing? They do. The last time I ran into something where I wanted, it was available not for streaming. It was only available for, I was like, really? You're like doing that still? But maybe they've changed it since then. That was a long time. That was like a few months ago. Nowadays, I mean, a few months ago is just like years ago, you know? So... Maybe they aren't. My parents used to do the DVD thing, and I um, definitely would control that and like rip the DVD onto my like old 
<laughs> laptop <laughs> and then just send it back the minute nice. <laughs> that's great i'm really happy you this isn't going to the fcc is it <laughs> oh boy i mean at this point i i don't even know anymore once it's out there who knows that's really funny i had a friend who was really good at that stuff and he he had a lot of torrents and just a lot of copies of things that he just movies so many movies and i asked him i said you know i really want to watch the aviator this is such an innocuous movie <laughs> like it's like i really want to see the aviator can you get that for me he's like no problem so he he does it he finds it it's actually in german with english subtitles or maybe it was op- opposite and he gives it to me and then he gets a letter like a month later just fine like a huge fine and they're like we know what you're doing and this and ew the aviator with like german subtitles was the one that like that what set them off that set them off <laughs> and he, i was like oh my Your god i'm so sorry for you i'm so sorry i mean it worked out he didn't he didn't do you know it worked out he didn't have to pay anything because he wasn't selling like these things he wasn't making profit he was just like hoarding he was a hoarder you know if anything just give him like a hug and a cup of tea and tell him everything is going to be okay you know He's not like going, making copies, selling him on the subway, you know? So, but I love like the tipping point. Like the aviator was his. And I had a friend who had a pick, they had a um, piece of paper on the fridge that was outlining the tipping point of their illegal musical downloads. And the tipping point, the album that was, that sent him over the edge was Meat Loaf's Bad of Hell. <laughs> <laughs> seeing that they'd be like whoa who's da- what when did that happen who's downloading was that, that was that in german too <laughs> yes <laughs> oh yes i wish i knew german right now to say what that would be we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> don't even don't even try <laughs> i won't i tried to yesterday i tried to say a fake german word and i i went for it i really jumped first i, I jumped two feet in I was saying that there must be a German word for, and then said a really long sentence. It was something around, because we're talking about hypotheses and testing hypotheses and setting up our experiments and actually showing after this first launch what we're actually going to be testing and how to know if these things are true or not. Because before we're all willy-nilly like, woo, we're going to put this out there. It's going to be so much better. It's going to be great. And then people are like, "Okay, okay, can you like define better and great and what that means? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So I was telling everyone on the team that that's like kind of that's that's going to be our our next goal. And I said, there must be a word in German for not having the hypothesis, but knowing what it is in your head and then writing it out and testing it out and putting it into Trello and moving the card over into. And then it just turned into and I made up a word and it was so so bad. I think I offended probably six people by accident. And then I went home. I like that you just you just went (laughs) transitioned us from the aviator in German. To something that's actually useful and I am like just so impressed right now it's called segways Kyle yeah you have achieved a level of, of transition and segue that I only dream of <laughs> yeah well they don't call me a Gemini for nothing you know there's, there's, <laughs> there's definitely two brains happening right now I'm very practical and very silly, so it just definitely switches on and off. 
Yeah, that was an interesting thing that happened this week, Kyle. <laughs> I'm over here still thinking about how badly I failed at my advertising voice. <laughs> you didn't fail. You were pushing the movie, like the financial institution movie, <laughs> movie circuit. circuit. <laughs> like training videos for financial financial institutions. Training videos for that's this that's sounds... a unique niche that maybe I'll start looking for a new job. <laughs> oh, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Designer to a I'm... training video voiceover artist. I mean, that's an awesome title. It is, and that that deserves a tour of motivational speaking if i've ever heard of a tour oh yeah like for sure i always think about that and think about how how does one become a motivational speaker when you're trying to sell your speech you have you have to be very motivating i mean even in the in the sales process you have to right you can't not be motivating ever that sounds tough. <laughs> I think you definitely need to be extroverted and have a level of energy all the time that I don't know how you perceive. Mm. I also feel like like going back to sleep, like those people sleep probably like four hours a day and like, yeah. Maybe I should be a motivational speaker. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just generalizing here. But yeah, they probably sleep four hours a day and they're exercising. Okay, yeah. And on a like... Juice diet. Juice diet. This is what I picture in my head. Wow. We should probably talk to a motivational speaker. I really want to talk to one. Would you ever? We should. Get Tony Robbins on our podcast. I know that if he were to be on this podcast, I would probably, at the end of it, quit everything and move to Tibet and just become completely just someone else. Would he, he would motivate you to... <laughs> Quit your job and move to Tibet. Isn't that what they do? That's what they that's what they do, right? They're always like encouraging you to explore like all sides. See, I I picture like the business motivation oh. person, just like motivate. Maybe Tony Robbins isn't the right motivator made, that I'm thinking of. That's like telling you to work harder all the time. Okay, like the opposite, I guess, of Tim Ferriss, who's you know these speakers. I do. Wow, Tim Ferriss. I don't even know who that is. Wow. So you know, you know what's going on in that in that world. You have the voice. Mm-hmm. Like you just did the voice before. The advertising advertising voice. Do you voice. think that they they have like a different voice for their motivational yes. speaker? Oh, like, yeah. Like, like yeah. it's like you and your British accent and me <laughs> and my movie <laughs> title. What British <laughs> accent? Oh, George. <laughs> I think what we should plan on next episode yeah. is that you do the whole episode in your accent and we'll just see our our download skyrocket. Okay. It's a great experiment. So we'll we should but next week we should write out <laughs> what our hypothesis is. <laughs> we hypothesize in previous, in previous a, episodes. I am right now. <laughs> in previous episodes, Kyle and I discussed our other personalities in terms of advertisement voice and British voice. So we believe that people are interested in hearing that for 30 to 45 minutes. <laughs> We've totally derailed this podcast. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. There was a there was a nugget in there. You it's up to everyone to find it, but <laughs> I don't know if there was a nugget in this one. <laughs> this summer everything comes full circle. 
Oh boy. <laughs> Full circle. It's off. <laughs> it's off the it's rails. It's slowly turning into <laughs> heavy metal voice. <laughs> okay, I actually um we gotta start saying bye because this meeting is happening in two minutes. You have something that actually has to might happen. be concrete. Well, I mean, you can bring up all of the things in our episode in the meeting. I have Man. to present something really quickly, so I'll I'll use a voice and I'll yeah. I'll tell you how it goes. I mean, I don't think you need to tell me how it goes because I already know it'll go really well. Thank you. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This episode is episode 48. You can find these show notes at tentative.fm slash 48. You can tweet at us at hostsattentative.fm. Spooky. Host. Yeah, it's to- totally it turned into like a it horror movie. Turned into movie. ghosts. <laughs> Host of <Ghosts>. tentative. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast was brought to you by ThoughtBot. We are experienced designers and developers who turn your idea into the right product. With local studios in Boston, San Francisco, New York, London, Austin, Raleigh, and Washington, D.C., let's build something great together.